from St. Joseph, Missouri, here is Travis Lee Hartman. Speaking of dashing hopes, welcome to episode 30 of Wayne In with Travis Hartman. I'm B Money, the producer. That over there, I'm going to point this way because last time I did it wrong. That over there is Weekend Traff, Travis Hartman. We are joining you and you're joining us via Zoom right now because you know what? We got busy schedules, Weekend Traff. We do. We're trying to change it up too, give a different look. Well, maybe that. I think we're just busy and, you know, lazy. And you know what? In two weeks, I'm going to be out of town. We're going to have to do it again this way anyways. And who knows? We might be on Monday because I think Weekend Trav's going to be in Tampa Bay partying, having a good time with some Missouri folk out there as the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay for the Super Bowl. That's two weeks from now. I think that you're probably correct on that. Maybe we'll, we might be filming on, uh, I don't know. Some other day, some off day. Maybe I'll have to do a pretty good vlog um, from there. And you know what? Maybe this time you'll actually do it and submit me the video footage so we can actually put some blog or some vlog out there. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe maybe I'll finish it up tomorrow morning. I'll do one tomorrow morning. Okay. So our, anyway, our vlog stretches out for for multiple days. Uh, before we really get into things. I want to thank our media partners, TH Boxing, Gulfstream Financial, and IF Enterprises. Sorry if we sound like we're on the opposite ends of uh, cups with strings, for whatever reason, using a headset and using iPhone, uh, whatever that is. It just doesn't sound good together, I don't think. Who knows? Maybe it sounds better than we ever have. You have the voice of an angel. One way or another, it's going to sound melodic. <laughs> so, anywho, weekend, weekend Trav... I know we left everyone on a cliffhanger last episode, episode 29. Uh, we started talking about the Irina story. We left them on the cliffhanger, and we're going to keep that cliffhanger going a little bit because there is some obvious boxing news at the forefront of our conversation tonight. Uh, so I wanted to just lob it over to you over here. I'm hoping that's what I'm pointing the right way. I'm lobbing it to you over there. And uh, you're going to catch it, unlike my Packers catching it every time they were, they were in short distance to the goal line. I tell you what, they got stuffed every single time they tried anything short. We're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. Uh, let's talk boxing. Hey, your Packers also caught a lot of uh, Tom Brady's passes too, though, to be fair. And did nothing with it. Did nothing with it. Uh, they, all they did was excite me and my son as we were watching the game and then dashed our hopes. Uh, which is kind of what you start to expect being a Packer fan for so long, it feels like. That's what sporting teams do to us, though. They break our hearts constantly. Yeah, yeah it's, only one team can win for a year, be money. It's so sad that, to put it in perspective, you think that you should be upset about uh, a lot of other stuff in life more than a, than a game, but we tend to not be. It's, sports, is, is, the sports are riveting. They pull the heartstrings. I mean, they're pulling the heartstrings just like a lot of these upcoming events are in the boxing world. And you're going to speak to that right about now. Boom. They have just announced that actually Ryan Garcia announced it on his Instagram page. Because did you know that he uh, got rid of his Twitter, by the way? I did see that because Twitter started blocking stuff and removing stuff. Now, now Ryan Garcia, I forgot to talk to you about this. I saw some stuff that he basically just became a born-again Christian. I saw him get baptized, all this stuff, and props to this kid. You know what? Yep. He, he's very much in the world, and, that, and it's hard to stay, you know, on the straight and narrow and stuff like that when it comes to religion, uh, when it comes to being in the public eye like that. But, man, he is, uh, he's gaining my respect big time on the religious front because right. he was very adamant about Twitter blocking his posts for saying things positive about God, yet allowing – you know, links to pedophilia and human trafficking and all sorts of godless sort child of things, pornography. child pornography, you know, dropping every Republican. I mean, no, he didn't say that part. Um, <laughs> hold on. He lives, hold. In, he lives in California, so I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares either. Actually, he was anti-Trump because I saw some of his stuff uh, uh, election time about that. doesn't matter. Either way, he's a Christian. He's a God guy. And um, you know what? Kudos to him. Took a stand against the man and said, I'm dropping Twitter and my million-plus followers. 
See you later. I'm only on Instagram. So follow him on Instagram, folks. I think he's got about 7 million followers. So check this kid out there because one, he's, he's a Christian God follower. And I love that. That's, that's B money's on point with that. It's really cool to see that um, he has took, turned over that new leaf. He's 22 years old, undefeated professional boxer, tons of money. He could have easily just took that and just ran and, and just been like, you know, I did this. But, you know, it's really cool that he's taken that page out of a book. You know, he's 22 years old, but I feel like he's wise beyond his years right now. Yeah. But also, which probably helped that he just announced that he's going to fight Manny Pacquiao. So, folks, Manny Pacquiao is 42 years old. He will be 43 at the end of this year. Ryan Garcia is 22 years old. He's fighting a guy who, when Ryan Garcia was born, Manny Pacquiao was, what, 20 or 21 years old. Mm. Is that not crazy? Ryan Garcia that, was zero. That is crazy. I'd want to see, you know, keep talking, because I want to see when Manny Pacquiao won his first title. Well, Manny Pacquiao turned pro at like 15 or 16 years old. So Manny Pacquiao probably already had about 20 pro fights before Ryan Garcia was even born. So this is, we're in a different era because of sports medicine, sports science, and all of that stuff. Because Manny Pacquiao is not your average 42-year-old either, B-Money, because Manny Pacquiao just beat undefeated world champion Keith Thurman last year. That's right. So this guy's not old by no means. And to be honest, when this fight got made, I thought about it. I was just like, I mean, I think Manny Pacquiao might be the favorite in this. I think he might be the odds-on favorite to open up. Because- I'd be curious, yeah, I'd be curious to see how Vegas opens that up. I don't know if they have yet, um, but I, I'm, not, I'm not doubting you. I think just given the experience and just everything, I, I would say he should be the favorite. I think it's weight too because Manny Pacquiao is a 147. Ryan Garcia is 135. So I'm curious to see what the weight is going to be. Maybe they do a catch weight at like 140 something because Ryan Garcia is going to be moving up to fight Manny Pacquiao. However, Manny Pacquiao is uh, only about 5'5. And I think Ryan Garcia is like 5'8 or 5'9. So there's going to be a height difference in favor of Garcia. But I, I don't know. Like, I, Manny Pacquiao is Manny Pacquiao. And he showed no signs of aging, in my opinion, when he fought and beat Keith Thurman. So yeah. I, I think, but for, for one, back to the, uh, Ryan Garcia was very humble. He, he said that he would be honored to share a ring with Manny Pacquiao after he won his last fight against Luke Campbell, which we were at in Dallas, yeah. Texas. Um, but he said he wanted to fight Manny Pacquiao, but he also wanted to fight Tank and a bunch of other guys. But the fact that this came to fruition is pretty cool because let me tell you why this fight came to fruition, though. Conor McGregor, that's why this fight's happening, because the word on the street was they already had a contract drawn up between Manny Pacquiao and Conor McGregor based on his fight on Saturday night. Yep. And if nobody knows it, Conor McGregor was knocked out in the second round against David uh, Poirier, 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 I don't know his name. Poirier, yeah. Poirier, and that was a rematch, and Conor beat him like five, six years ago and knocked him out. And now he knocked Conor out in the second round. I never knew this too. Um, I guess Connor has been beat, but he never been knocked out. He was knocked out of the first fight. one. Yep. Yeah. So I think it was very shocking and surprising, but that's why Manny Pacquiao now was looking for a, a new dance partner. And shortly after that, Conor McGregor got knocked out. They started talking with Garcia's camp and Garcia was like, I'm on board. And this is cool because this kid's 22 years old. This is a huge fight. I don't think this is a gimme fight. I don't think, that this is an easy fight. I don't think this is even a money fight for Garcia. I think that this is a legacy fight. Uh, and, and if he loses, I don't think – I think it's a win-win for Ryan Garcia. Because yeah. if he loses, it's, it's oh, my gosh, you fought Manny Pacquiao uh, and, and you gave up weight and you went up in weight, and he's going to make more money than he's ever made in his whole entire career fighting Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and to, to piece uh, some of that stuff together you just mentioned, or at least talk about some of those pieces. So he fought Dustin Poirier. I think I'm saying the last name right, but I, I didn't watch the bout. However, the, the implication of that being ruining any credibility or chance that Conor McGregor could have a legitimate boxing match going forward that makes enough money. It's over. That part of, of Conor McGregor's career that is viable, that people want to actually see it, 
it's done. After that, it's done. I thought it was a stupid fight for him to take to begin with. I know it's been a year since he had an MMA fight. He should not have taken this fight. He should have stuck to where the money is. He should have stuck to the boxing uh, route because he was still kind of a interesting commodity there. Now the interest level is gone. Jake Paul even joked around saying he was going to give him 10 mil. Now he'll give him 10 grand to fight him. That's no, it. it was 50 mil. Or 50, yes, yeah, sorry, 50. Yeah. And now he's, he, he's willing to give him 10 grand cash. Yeah. He ruined the potential of anything going forward on the boxing spectrum. And I think Manny Pacquiao to save his own legacy, smart move, get the heck out of that disaster and move on to something that is going to be intriguing. Now, Tank isn't very happy about it, rightfully so, because I think it just puts it off a little further, right? But Ryan Garcia, Manny Pacquiao, there's, that's just interesting. That is an interesting story. That's, so I looked it up. Manny Pacquiao, you're right, turned pro at the age of 16. First title, first title, 22 years ago, December 1998. That was Manny Pacquiao's first title. When was Ryan Garcia born? Ryan Garcia. Let's look at it. Well, he's 22, so what, 1999? Maybe? Date of birth. Let me tell you right here. August 8th, 1998. He was four months old. Four months old when Manny Pacquiao won his first title. What now, is that? Now, Manny Pacquiao, his last title he won, he was at the ripe age of 40, which is only a few years ago. So... This is a very intriguing matchup. Um, I, I think, I mean, speed is, Manny, Manny Pacquiao is still extremely fast. Yep. Uh, so this will be very interesting. I, I, I tend to side with the veteran right now unless I'm seeing something different leading up to this thing. That's at least my take on it. But I'm interested. I'm, I am much more interested in this versus Manny Pacquiao, Conor McGregor, win or loss over the weekend. I'm more interested in Ryan Garcia versus Manny Pacquiao. I think you're, I think you're spot on with that. So am I, I mean, I, this is a great fight. Like I know, I know the average person is going to see this and they're going to be like, Oh my God, Manny Pacquiao is 42 going to be 43. Why is he not retiring? But then I'm like, Manny Pacquiao just beat a 30 year old undefeated world champion, Keith Thurman, who was highly regarded as one of the best welterweights in the world. So no, Manny Pacquiao is still, Maybe Manny Pacquiao is not the 100% Manny Pacquiao that we know, but even a 90 or 95% Manny Pacquiao beats 99% of the people in the world. So I think this is a great fight. I'm intrigued. I think this is a good fight. I think this fight has the makings to be something great because I don't think there's a definitive winner right off the top of my head. I, mm. I see in my mind, I see a 50 50 fight for two reasons. One, Manny Pacquiao has constantly struggled with counter punchers. Juan Marquez, Floyd Mayweather, big time counter punchers. They're the greatest counter punchers, though, for sure. They're, let's be honest, they're Floyd Mayweather's number one counter puncher, and I got Juan Marquez number two counter punchers. So Manny Pacquiao has always struggled with a counter puncher. Ryan Garcia is a really good counter puncher. He sits back and does that check left hook, and he's really right. good at it. Right. But uh, Ryan Garcia just fought a lefty. So Manny Pacquiao's left-handed stance is not going to give him too many issues because he's kind of used to seeing and he just saw it. Uh, granted, Manny Pacquiao fights different than Luke Campbell, but mm -hmm. uh, I, Garcia's got the—he's got age on his side. He's got power on his side because he clearly can punch. I mean, you knock a guy out with a body shot who's never been knocked out in his whole entire career to the head or the body is pretty phenomenal. So right. Ryan Garcia's got a little bit of height, a little bit of reach. He's got the speed. He's got the power. Manny Pacquiao's got the, the experience. He's got the speed. He's got the power. So honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm, I might change my pick, but I think I'm leaning towards Pacquiao right now. If I'm being honest, I think I'm leaning towards Pacquiao. If you, if you want me to pick, I'm saying I'm leaning towards Pacquiao. And so to what I've seen online, to the haters that aren't liking this matchup, here's what I say. Obviously, we understand Manny Pacquiao, why he would take this fight completely understand that but on ryan garcia's side my thought is this this is his only chance to really fight someone so noteworthy of manny pacquiao what what's he going to wait for he's going to wait what could he fight him in a year from now two years from now three years from now uh, who knows this is the time a time this is the time for him to establish and take that next step into his own legacy 
if he can battle somebody that everyone, including yourself right now, is kind of 50-50, that's not him just looking at some old washed up champ and saying, all right, I got it on my resume. No, 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 no. This is going to be a good fight, a great fight, I think. And it's going to be highly contested leading up. I really hope both guys have phenomenal camps or healthy the whole time because we want to see the best of both at this point. And I think it's going to be tough for either uh, fighter to take the other one out. I tend to lean towards the Manny Pacquiao side right now. Just pure, I don't know. We just know what he can deliver. We know what he can deliver. And we've seen what he can deliver recently. Okay. Now we know what Ryan Garcia can, we saw live what he can, he can deliver. So I'm interested to see, and one of the storylines is how can he, is he going to handle the big stage? The, this is a massive stage. This isn't Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell's great. Uh, but this is not the same stage. How will he handle the exposure? I want to see it with all the nerves, everything coming into this fight how Ryan Garcia handles it. And if he comes in and he's ready, prepared, wins that thing, sky's the limit. I mean, we already, I already thought sky was limited for him after he beat Luke Campbell. But I think that all of the haters out there too that are giving uh, Garcia, they're, they're claiming that he ducked uh, Tank. This is what I want to tell those people. Listen to me. You made a great point, Brandon. You said – when would he fight Manny Pacquiao? Is he going to wait another year, another two years? When would that opportunity ever happen? Because Manny Pacquiao, make no mistake about it, he is on his way out. This doesn't yeah. mean he's old and washed up, but he's on his way out. He's only got one, two, maybe three, possibly, who knows, one or two good fights left in him. So if Tank had the opportunity to fight a Manny Pacquiao right now, I promise you, Tank would have fought him. They all would. They all 100%. would. 100%. So I do not think Ryan – I think Ryan Garcia was honest, and they were honestly negotiating to fight Tank as well. But this came up, and this is a 100% no-brainer. You fight Manny Pacquiao before you fight Tank. 100% of the time because two reasons. Even if you lose to Manny Pacquiao, that Tank fight is still big because it's mm-hmm. 135 now. I mean, Ryan Garcia is going to go up and wait. No matter what the weight is, it's going to be a catch weight. But it's a win-win. I mean, the guy's fighting at all-time great. The guy's fighting an all-time great who, who is still very good right now. So it's a no-brainer. I'm tired of hearing the tank um, talking machine right now, uh, how Ryan Garcia is ducking him. He's not. They're not ducking him. Tank would have did the same thing. So I just wanted to put that out there is that I just know that tank is just trying to talk crap. And I think tank's trying to get out of fighting Garcia because did you see what he said? He said, you don't fight me now. It ain't going to happen. So I'm like, Bull crap! Like it's gonna it's going to happen. I mean, they stop talking smack. We we all know that things like that are going to happen. People have to talk to stay relevant. They got to stay in the news with regard to the storyline. So, no, I don't think anyone's buying that crap. Hey, hey, what is it that you have today? What are you drinking? I'm still drinking that uh, monkey shoulder that we had. Gotcha. So you got the monkey shoulder. I'm finishing up this uh, High West Double Rye. <laughs> My little gift. There we go. That might be for the thumbnail right there. Um, yeah. So we got that fight. That's not uh, – did, did they actually put a time frame on that? When is that happening? Nope, they didn't. They just agreed to it in terms. So that's they don't, have, they don't know just yet. It's going to happen this year, obviously. But okay. I think it's going to happen the first quarter of this year. So within the next probably three to four months. Okay. All right. So we got that. What else we got? We got a bunch coming up, actually. We have um, uh, Canel Alvarez is fighting in February, February 27th, right. I believe. That's right. And then he's guaranteed to fight again in May. So, like, wow. Yeah. And guess who we also have? Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, Canelo's fight. Um, wasn't that with the zone again? Yeah. He, he's not signed with him, but yet he keeps fighting with him. So. <laughs> the second time after contract he's fighting for. I tell you what, that's interesting stuff. Um, but he likes his freedom still, though, I guess. Yeah, so that's February. That's after the Super Bowl. Um, so we got some time to talk about that one. Listen, we, we, we say it all the time here at Wayne in with Travis Hartman. Boxing is back. Uh, the schedule is pretty loaded uh, leading into this year. And if it wasn't enough, then now we have Ryan Garcia taking on Manny Pacquiao probably sometime later this year. Uh, so... And Ryan Garcia got, got the year started off on a good note anyway because he fought January yep. 2nd, yep. kicked off the boxing world in a blockbuster fight. Yeah, and, and listen, there's a lot of other fights too that we don't talk about. There's usually something going on every weekend. So we try to highlight the headlining type fights that you're going to – the marquee matchups 
there's a lot of other stuff that happens on a weekly a basis. A so if, if you are a, uh, uh, a, a, a boxing fan of any sorts, maybe you're just kind of a watcher. Maybe you are definitely in the world. Check it out on all the different ESPN, PBC, all these things. They, they're all showing something every weekend. There's a lot of good yeah. stuff out there. You're so right. You know, I think you made a good point again in that I'm going to start doing this more and uh, updating our Facebook page, playing with Travis Hartman more with more fights that are going on, not just the blockbuster ones. So if you follow our Facebook page and our Instagram page, I'm going to start throwing more notices out there for fights that are coming up by the week because you're right. There's amazing fights coming up. Boxing is literally at an all-time high and it's growing. It's like this. The bar for the, the ratings and the paydays are going straight up. So I think you're right. So I'm going to get back on that. And uh, we're going to start posting more so people can follow these fights because there's more than just Manny Pacquiao's, Ryan Garcia's, Anthony Joshua, and Canelo's out there fighting. There's a ton of other big fights going on right now that just don't catch the headlines. But guess what? We'll bring you up to date with those if you just follow us on Weighing In with Travis Hartman on our Facebook page or our Instagram. We're going to take care of you guys. We are always taking care of you guys. And you know what? We can, Trav, speaking of taking care of you, you. Okay. Uh, well, because last, last time we did this via Zoom, I was looking, because on my screen, if I look this way, I'm looking at you, but that actually is looking the opposite way because it's in the mirror reverse. So I actually got to look this way. Hey, still high five. Wait, ready? Yeah. That was right. kind of it. All right. I hope so it looks good. It's going to look bad, um, but it is what it is. So weekend Trav. That's kind of the boxing roundup for now. Um, we'll add some more stuff onto Wayne in with Travis Hartman, all one word on Instagram. Look it up uh, on Facebook as well, all different words, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. And uh, if you ever have a, a request of something, you can email us at wayneinth at gmail.com. Uh, and then also subscribe to YouTube. We're there on YouTube, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. We got some good stuff there. Um, and we're just trying to stay on top of everything. We're growing every week, Ben. Every week we're putting out different stuff, more stuff. Uh, we have a bunch of blogs on our YouTube channel now, a bunch of vlogs. Check us out. Uh, we have our episodes on there. We have our prediction videos. I mean, we're constantly doing new stuff, so make sure you guys are, are checking all of that out because we want to keep you informed about the boxing world, but also about what we're doing as well. I mean, D Money's over there constantly doing stuff. This guy's con he was just he was just on somebody else's podcast like randomly, like I think last week. So D Money's out there working. Both of us, we're out there working. We're out there grinding. We're out there always doing things. So follow us and check stuff out. I'm a big advocate of supporting those around me or, or people that I've, I've been in my world at some point. So you referenced the podcast that I was just recently on. I got some other stuff lined up too. Um, so my, my shout out is uh, the Mark Your Health, all one word on YouTube. My, my buddy, Mark Colantes, he was actually one of my athletes. I've coached uh, track and field on the high school level for many years in Central Florida. He was one of my athletes at one of the schools I coached at. Awesome guy, awesome character, awesome values. Uh, young guy, married, that sort of thing. So props to Mark Colantes, props to him and his podcast, Mark Your Health. And uh, for other friends of ours that we're going to be on with, and also when we entertain people and we have in uh, this corner, in this corner? Yep, yep. I should, I should know that, right? Is it, uh, wait, is, it, is it Mark Your Health? Mark Your Health, all one word on YouTube. Um, he's, he's, it's, it's slowly growing. It's getting there. I understand because listen, I got my own personal stuff too going on there. Weekend Trav that you don't know much about. Uh, and that would be the working on waters YouTube channel. So we're nice. It's all about establishing the brand and you got the TH boxing and, and you know, I'm working on my stuff and I got my corporate stuff. So I'll expand the brand. Anyway, networking. I'm big into giving love to, to all those around me because you know what? There's plenty to give and it's uh, positive stuff. Is, ooh, hey, hey, look at that logo. Look at that logo right there. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you caught it. If you saw any of that podcast I was on, he, he put the video up on his YouTube page. Yeah. I was wearing this white sweatshirt. It looked pretty good. White hoodie uh, sweatshirt. White I, I haven't seen it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, it was there. Did we share it on our Facebook page? We should share it on our Facebook page. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, so anyways, that being said, let's pivot. Let's pivot. The cliffhanger's oh, no. over. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, get in the right frame of mind, okay? I don't know if I've had enough to drink to finish this. 
Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> so here, here's where we're at weekend Trav. episode 29 of this uh, podcast. We were diving into your world because I just felt like a lot of folks that, that follow along from Missouri, other people from your background and life, um, they don't really understand the story of Florida Trav and how you, you two crazy cats got together um, while you were in Missouri, you and Irina. And so last week we started jumping into that story and you were giving nice details. Welcome was- to our country. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Terry. Uh, so He's still we left. For that. I know, I know. But you know what? The, the best mustache in the game can do whatever he wants. Uh, <laughs> That's so good. So, so we talked. You guys uh, started dating. Okay. You asked her to be your girlfriend. It was a nice little high school moment you guys had. And that was July 1st, your birthday being July 2nd. And then she was heading off to Boston for some tennis thing. You'll have to explain that a little bit. And that's where we left everybody. What is happening with these two crazy cats at that point? It just all finally culminated to something. And then, then what? So July 1st, 2012, we became official in like four or five days later. So not the fake, not the fake Facebook relationship. That one doesn't count because it really wasn't real because <laughs> we were still, I was still weekend traving it up at that time. I was a single Trav still. That was fake relationship because I was talking to other girls at the time. She knows that. However, so we have a, a fantastic week and I'm getting, oh my gosh, I'm getting, I'm getting glared at right now. So we're going to have to have her on to tell her side of the story. Oh, I already said, I already said yeah. one of our next, one of our next episodes of in this corner I'm going to be interviewing her. What? Which part? I'm going to. On Facebook, we were in a fake Facebook relationship. This is perfect because now she's going to get to come on. I was getting glared at. I'm going to make sure when she's on the show, I'm going to be in the background just like glaring at her. Oh, yeah, no. I'm going to interview her. We're going to line it up in this corner and it's going to be. Yeah, I'm going to interview her. She was over there bullying me, man. She was bullying me just now. It was, I'm a little scared. I need some security be money. You're asking, you're asking the wrong person because I mean, <laughs> I've been in this game for 16 years and I'm, I'm bullied all the time and you just got to take it. <laughs> She's trying to scare me over here, but okay. So we had a week together after not seeing each other for like, what, three or four years. Now we're officially dating, but I live in Osborne, Missouri. She lives in Atlanta, Georgia, and she's on tour now, the professional women's tennis tour. And then she's going to do a thing called World Team Tennis. And she's going to Boston to play for the Boston Lobsters, but they play like a two or three week schedule and they travel literally all of the United States in a, man, uh, in a span of like three weeks. It's crazy. So she's like, hey, I'm leaving. I don't know I'm going to see you again. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. So what's Trav do? He's like, hmm, I think I'm going to go see her. So she leaves. And I think the following weekend, maybe it was, uh, yeah, because it was like the second week in July, I flew up to Boston, and then I traveled with her to like New York. I think we went to Philadelphia, uh, and then back to Boston. So I went to like about three or four for matches. Cool story. I got to drink a beer with John McEnroe in Johnny New York. Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac. Second week that I was dating her, so she put up a pretty good first impression. I'm drinking a beer with Johnny Mac in New York. Like, coolest thing ever. Got to meet Andre Agassi at the same time, too. Pretty freaking cool. This, I'm not this, a big this, tennis guy. Listen, this is almost a scene from the movie Mr. Deeds. Exactly. Like, I felt like I wanted to have one of those nights with him, but I ended up only being able to drink one beer, and then I had to go because I, was, I was trying to put out a good first impression. You know, we just started dating. That probably wasn't the time to – to do a Mr. Deeds night with John Mack, Johnny Mack. I don't know. I don't know. For, you only get so many opportunities with Johnny Mack. This is true. This is true. I, I, I've seen him quite a bit since, but I didn't know that at the time that I would see him more. Mm-hmm. But so long story, this whole thing is a long story. So I should probably quit saying long story short because we've been talking about it now for two episodes. So I go see her for about a week, traveled all over, did some cool stuff. Uh, and then again, we're getting ready to leave. And I'm just like, huh, it's set in again. Now I'm like, wow, I don't know. I'm going to see you next. She's like, 
Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to see you next either. Go home. I fly back home to Missouri. The U.S. Open is going on in New York, like the end of July. So I'm like, huh. She had talked to her coach and was like, hey, you should probably come out here. The first major tournament that I ever came to with her was the U.S. Open. It's a good one. Uh, uh, yeah, like there was definitely – I never realized how big tennis was until yeah. I went to the U.S. Open. I was like mind blown. I go, people really love tennis, I guess. This place is huge. Like it's huge. There's so many people that go to the U.S. Open in New York. So I flew out there. Um, this is where the, the story takes a little bit of a turn. She's probably going to be mad if I tell this part of it. So I'm probably going to get some looks here in a minute. But I'm still That's okay. There. You got to go with it. She had a longtime coach that coached her in college and then ended up coaching her when she turned pro. And this was the first time that I was meeting them and uh, met them. It seemed to go well, but little did I know, it really didn't go well. So there developed a little bit of a rift there. Hmm. And the the coach, I don't think, appreciated her having a boyfriend and he thought this was taking time away from her tennis. But I was a professional athlete too. So like I got it and me and her talked and I got it. I was like, dude, you do your thing. I'm gonna do my thing. I'm a pro boxer right now. So I just came back to the sport, whatever. Well, that rift turned pretty serious and caused some issues for sure between us. And we actually, she's going to hate me for saying this, but we actually broke up after like, I don't know, eight or nine months of being together. We actually broke up for like a couple of months because of this coach. So for a couple of months, I'm back in Missouri and just broken up with this girl who I was madly in love with, like within like a week of meeting her, same thing with her. Just depressed, just depressed in a dark room for a couple of months, eating ice cream, crying yourself to sleep. That sounds about right. Yeah. I had a dog at the time too. So I was laying there with my dog constantly yeah. to sleep and he got me through these tough times. And, um, so we started, I don't know how it happened. She might be able to tell more of that story, but I don't know how we started talking again, but it was like eight or nine months together. We broke up. We started talking again via like, I don't know, email maybe or something. I forget. And ended up, she stopped working with that coach, I believe. And then we started talking again. And then this is about the same time too, that now I am coming to Florida. That you know what? I think we were broke up. I think we were broke up actually, B Money. That is the truth. Now I'm remembering it. We were broke up and I was like, dude, I need to change. So I'm not the type of guy that sits in home and cries. So when this stuff happens, like breakups and sad because I was actually I was really sad. Like I was pretty heartbroken actually when we broke up because I was just like this freaking coach. Like it was going amazing and this coach just put a freaking he threw a wrench in the tire as I was strolling down the road on my bike. That's what this guy did. Listen, I'm going to pause you here. This is your moment. Okay, we can try. This is your moment to cement for eternity all those things that you need to say to make yourself look so money that you can always reference. You can always use this to reference. And years from now, be like, I was so, I mean, I was heartbroken. I was, I was, in, the, I was in the dumps. I, I had no like, direction of my life. Things like that. These are the things you're supposed to say because it's documented. And then going forward, you can always reference this material. So I will, I'll shut up now. Well, I do appreciate you trying to guide me in the right direction here. But if you've known me by now, you know that I'm probably going to take the road less traveled. <laughs> so I, I was sad, but I wasn't, I wasn't that sad. That's called being stubborn and let's not, okay, <laughs> exactly. so let's, That's let's, exact not, let's not say those comments because <laughs> those are the comments that will actually sting you later, okay? Oh, she'll sting me, don't worry. She, she'll, she'll give her rebuttal and she'll definitely sting me. Oh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to interview her. I really can't. Listen, though, I'm, I'm not lying. Though. I was very sad. I was crazy sad. Like, I really was. Like, this and anybody that knew me at the time, they were like, oh, my gosh, like, this is crazy. I'll tell you how sad I was, though. Like, I lived in Missouri for 28 years. Now I was like, I got to get out of here. I need to do something different. It's time for Trav to grow and move on. So you could, I guess you could possibly say that she kind of spurred that on a little bit. I mean, even though she didn't live in Florida, she lived in Atlanta. I still was just like, 
it wasn't for her, but it was just like, I need something different. Yeah. And it was because of that initial kind of heartbreak that I was just like, it's time to go. Trav, Trav needs something different. So that's when, if you listen to the previous story uh, about talking about Mike Sawyer and all of that, that's when he comes into play. And I ended up moving there and we started talking again. I think, you know what I think happened? Because her parents live in West Palm Beach. So it was about two and a half hours from where I was moving. Right. I think I took back some of her stuff to her dad even or something. And she wasn't even there. She was traveling because she was playing tennis. And I think we started talking after that. I don't remember all the middle parts. Maybe she does. But we started talking again. We got back together. Uh, I took that job. We're together now. And then that job goes to goes the crap as well. So after about six months of that, me and her are like strong as ever because now she's got a different coach who yep. is a normal human being and actually got along with. So I, but to be fair, I got along with the last coach too, but he just ended up being a very manipulative guy and talked behind my back and was like shaking my hand, talking me up to my face. And then I would leave. It was game over. So the guy was very manipulative. And I hope that he watches this because you're manipulative, bro. What's his name? Jeff Wilson. She's going to kill me now. Jeff Wilson? Yep. Okay. Uh, well, Jeff Wilson. But so anyway. Oh, I heard her. I heard her in the background. <laughs> what would you say back there? She said, why would you say his name? Because B Money asked me. So I'm, I'm blaming me. It's okay. I'm laying it out there. It's okay because everybody <laughs> knows. You know, a lot of people know this story and they know this guy as well. Uh, so the funny thing is that. I feel like over the years now, it, it's helped me a lot because I cemented myself too, because she's had multiple coaches since this guy too. So all of them I've got along with, we've never had a problem with every single coach after this guy. And she's had like three or four, maybe even, yeah, three or four, maybe even like five since this guy, I've gotten along with all of them. It's all worked out, which made me for sure, like cemented me. I was like, Maybe it wasn't me. Maybe it was that guy. So over the years, it came out that way. And the tennis tour, I ended up going on tour with her for a couple of years now. Now we're together after breaking up eight months. Two months we were apart. Uh, and then I go on tour with her. I quit my job uh, as a general manager at UFC gym. It was LA Boxing, not UFC gym. So mm -hmm. it was, I was pro, I was still a pro boxer. So that's when I resigned from there. And we talked about that earlier on the, on the show, on the last episode. So I resigned from there and you know what? I was just like, let's go. So we started traveling and she had a really cool coach. I think he was from Australia. I believe it was Simon Walsh who we're still friends with. The guy's awesome actually. Uh, so Simon props to you, buddy. I still love you. But uh, so we go traveling. She goes over there and trains for like two months straight in Australia. So we go over there everything's great. Um, she's doing well. She plays about, I end up traveling with her for about a year and a half to two years and she's playing phenomenal. And we got to see the coolest stuff, dude. We, yeah, went, to, that's we went to New Zealand. We went to Australia. We went to Europe, all over Europe, uh, France, Paris, France, London, England. We went to Germany. Um, some of those places I've already been, like I'd fought in France. I fought in Germany, but to go there with her in some different places inside of those places I had never been. See, so, that's amazing. Like for, for any couple, for any couple to just experience one of those, two of those is phenomenal. But you guys at the early part of your relationship got to do all that cool stuff together. Um, that's great. I mean, I know you both and not only are you both unique individuals, but together you guys are like a force. So, you know, for, for you all to experience that aspect of life, at the at, at the early part of your relationship is just tremendous like such memories and and helps just kind of like fortify the, the relationship that's great yeah for sure i mean it was cool we got to go to all those places and she plays in like the wimbledon and the french open she plays in every year so we went there multiple years back to back went to new zealand went to china beijing tokyo japan everywhere like we went to china. a lot of really cool places china china and so two years we did that and then i mean it does sound awesome and beautiful at the same time we're also there because she's working so we're not yeah. really on vacation there so granted there's no complaints at all but it was pretty much airport hotel hotel tennis courts tennis courts back home back to airport back to hotel so like it yeah. was 
it was a lot of that. So, but it was beautiful. It, it, little bitty spurts. We got to see some cool stuff. You know, we went to all of the major tourist attractions. You know, like we went to the Eiffel Tower. Uh, we were in Rome. We went to the the Colosseum. Um, I got to see the Pope live at the Vatican. Mm-hmm. That was probably pretty cool. And she actually was probably mad about that because it was a busy day and he was only going to be there for that one like little afternoon and she had to practice. And I was like, I'm not practicing. She was like, yeah, yeah, you can go. So I got to go see the Pope and she didn't get to, but it was the coolest thing in the world to see the Pope, even though I'm not Catholic. And even though I'm not really a big fan of the Pope, it's still the Pope. So it was pretty cool. I got to be, I'm not even kidding. I got video of it. I was probably 20 feet from him because the WTA, which is a women's professional tennis tour, um, they had the hookups. So if you were part of the tennis tour, which Irina was, she got a ticket and she gave it to me, obviously. And not very many people took it. Like, I think there's maybe 10 of us, maybe 10 or less of us there. We got up on the stage overlooking like the 50,000 people on the speech. Yeah. Heathens. Thing in the world. Heathens. You thing all, in the world. They all should have taken it. I'm not a big Pope guy either because I just think he's a man. Um, I don't think he's any closer or has a direct link to God than anyone else that has belief in God and Christ, but that's cool. That's a cool experience. So you guys have, so you guys have shared all these experiences. You know, this was, this was kind of your, your journey through life. Um, an interesting way to get to that point and you're traveling the world with her. You're doing all these cool things. What brings you to put roots down in Orlando, Florida? So yeah, after a couple of years we traveled and finally I'm just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore with her. I was like, it's, it's a lot. And I, and it, I definitely wussed out on that regard because she was doing all this traveling as well. And mm-hmm. she was going out playing. I literally, it gave me a new found respect for tennis players because I was with her traveling. And as soon as we would drive, like we traveled from Florida to New Zealand, it ended up being 34, 35 hours total that day. We landed in New Zealand at like, I don't know, 3 PM or something. She was out practicing within an hour. I was Mm. like, the time change is 15 or 16 hours difference. And I was like, my mind is blown. I'm exhausted. I went and slept for like 16 hours. Mm. She's out there playing. And and, and these are just normal things that tennis players do. So give me ultimate respect for them. And in the process of all that too, pretty cool. Obviously, I got to meet a lot of cool tennis players. I got to work out like I'm running on a treadmill and Novak Djokovic is like right beside me. I'm at the U.S. Open and I'm working out. I'm doing some push-ups and I look up and and uh, Maria Sharapova's right there working out, like literally right in front of me. I'm walking down the hallway and like uh, Serena Williams is like walking right at me and we like we make eye contact and I quickly look away. She definitely dominated me in the eye contact place <laughs> because I was scared of her. She intimidated me, nicest person ever, but intimidated me. So I got to train, work out, and mingle with all these people. It was the coolest thing in the world, but like every relationship, there's ups and downs. Like we had ups and downs for sure, man. Like that, it, it seems like it's rainbows and butterflies, but it's, it's definitely tough. I mean, you got to think about it. We're living out of our luggage yeah. in the hotel and it sounds cool. And it, well, it was cool. It was a great experience, but it's also not easy. I mean, it's very trying and you're in an airport or in a hotel and living out of your luggage for, you know, years on at a time. That's yeah, what we did. Yeah. So it was really fun and it was, it was cool enough, but eventually it, it wore on me. So we had some bumps and bruises in the, in the way. And in that nine years that we've been together, almost we've broken up probably a handful of times. So and not, she, I don't might, think, she might be breaking up with you tonight because you mentioned her old coach that you had a problem with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that she definitely probably will. And I might get beat up too. She might, she, <laughs> she, she beats me. Help. This is the cry for help. And uh, listen, we're already shadow banned by YouTube. We don't need anything else uh, to, to pull us down. Um, so, so, so give me the, so give me the final take then, uh, that that's, that's been the story so far and you guys, uh, decide to, I would imagine you're here in Orlando because of the big yeah. complex. So the United States tennis association decided to build like a hundred tennis courts here in Orlando over here in Lake Nona. So we moved here into an apartment and I still didn't want to put roots down here, but it was close to where she was at and she was working with them. They were coaching her. They were being her physios, all that stuff. It's a phenomenal place as well here. It's got a hundred tennis courts. They take care of their pro players here. So we moved here, got an apartment after about a year or so. We, uh, one of our close friends, which is Madison keys decided to buy some land and build a house over here. 
So just out of the blue, we started driving around. We found some land and we were just like, hey, this looks really cool. It's a really good area. It's up and coming. Like, let's build a house. So we built a house right next door to our best friend, Madison Keys, as well, who we actually lived in the apartment right below her as well. Pretty, it was a pretty funny story how that worked out too. But uh, so we moved here, we built this house. And after living here for about a year, actually it was about right at a year, I proposed to Irina right in front of our house. We have this little tree that has a lot of meaning. So I proposed to her in front of the tree. And then, you know, that's been about a year or so now too. And we're going to get married here uh, this year for sure. We haven't set a date yet, but it's going to be in 2021 because as everybody knows, 2020 kind of put a halt on everything. So having a wedding during COVID made it almost impossible. So we're definitely going to do it in 2021. Um, and Again, I just want to make sure everybody knows this. Like, we're not, we're not this perfect couple. Like, we've broken up. We've broken up for multiple weeks, multiple months at a time through that nine years. We've had our struggles. We've had to work through a lot of stuff, like a lot, and we have. And there's no denying that. But I love this woman with every breath that I take. And I, I want to build a family with her. I want to marry her. I want to spend the rest of my life with her. So all the stuff that we went through, 100% was worth it. But I promise you guys was not easy B money. We went through a lot and we, like I said, we broke up a lot. We were multiple times where we were broken up for an extended amount of time yeah. while we were working through stuff, but we had a unique relationship. I was living across the country. She was traveling across the world. I was traveling in the world playing boxing as well. So it just, it all just, you don't start. hold on hold on you don't know, play boxing you I don't guess, play boxing this is true i was boxing and you're exactly right i was boxing so like i was doing my thing but it, it took a lot for us to work through a lot of those issues so just not i'm not the perfect person to give relationship advice i'm not but i want to tell people that it does take work you can be in love all you want but it takes work and this is coming from a guy that's been in a relationship for almost nine years. And I'm telling you who's been married for like 16. So I'm not preaching to the choir, but I'm just giving my advice that like it wasn't perfect. And we were in a very unique situation and we had to cross a lot of hurdles. We spent a lot of time apart. We spent a lot of time working through a lot of stuff too. And that all brought us to today. So I think the stars had to align for us to, to, to work out because we're talking about a kid who's from Missouri, small town population, 400. We're talking about a woman who was born in Ecuador, grew up in New York, put her roots down in Florida and then traveled the world. So like the stars had to truly align for this to work out. So here we are today, 2021, we built a house together. We're living in Orlando, Florida me and you linked up and I met you through that whole thing as well when I moved to Florida and that's where I met you. I met you at that gym that I first was a general manager at. So I don't regret none of that. It all brought me to the point to where I am today. So, so my, my takeaway, yeah, my takeaway is, is always that in, in trials and tough times, there's, there can always be a positive pulled out. It might not be in the moment, but when you look back on it, you can say, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you know what? I'm here or I've experienced these people or I'm with this person or doing this and that because that was one of the steps along the way. And if it wasn't for that tough time, I would not be here. I would not be shaped the same way. I would not think the same way. So I, I always look backwards on times in my life that were rough because, listen, we all have them. And you talk about relationship tough times, 16-year vet here, married it's not all roses and sunshine and, and stuff. So I get it. And I think there's no, there's not really a perfect relationship out there. I don't think anyone, if, if somebody is putting off or maybe you're listening to us, listening to my voice right now or watching the video, if you see uh, on Facebook, anywhere else, and all you see is just like the perfect couple, it's BS. There's stuff going on that you don't, you aren't aware of because everyone has their tough stuff. Everyone has their stuff that they're dealing with. And, uh, and then they put on a facade online for all of us to show. I hate social media because of that. Is that it always, it, we're always like reaching towards something that's not attainable. It's not real. Um, to be fair, most people too, you have to take social media into consideration because I call it, this is a, this is a, a sports term is our social media is our highlight reel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Most of us, most normal people, they don't put their entire life on there. I'm not constantly posting on my Facebook. Oh my God, I'm so sad. I broke up with my girlfriend, blah, 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 this happened. So not that it doesn't happen or I'm trying to hide it. It's just that 
I don't want people to have to, I don't want to share my bad news. I want to share my good news yeah. with my friends and my family. But, but also, right, but also, though. but also there's the people that do share all of it and you're like, Oh my gosh, get off, please get offline. Um, I think it, it would help for all of us to unplug for a little bit, unless you're watching Wayne and with Travis Hartman or listening to Wayne and Tra with Travis Hartman, the podcast. I think here's a good point for us to wrap up today's episode. You know, I appreciate your honesty, put a bow on it. I appreciate your honesty and opening up with your storyline. I know it's uncomfortable at times uh, to talk about some of the gushy and the warm stuff. I'll catch uh, but, back later too. Yeah, it's okay. But you know what? You, you talked about being madly in love and starting a family. So I think that that resurrects uh, all the issues uh, from this episode's conversation. Yes. But I, appreci I appreciate you being honest and open and sharing all those details. So, uh, you know what, uh, we can try. We're going to wrap up right now tonight. And uh, I thank you for your time. I thank you for those listening at home or watching at home. You know what, unless you're just watching us on YouTube or listening on whatever podcast site or app you're, you're listening to, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, or Spotify, all of them. Unless you're doing that, unplug a little bit. Get off, get off Facebook, get off all that. This is dirty stuff. You know, people are just, they spew all sorts of nonsense. And sometimes it's just not even real, okay? It's not real. We're real. Weekend Trav is real. The only thing that I can take away from all this and tell everybody, my main set of advice, and I got this from a boxer as well, is remember this. And this is anything in life, not relationships. This is life. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know how else to end with that other than ELE. Everyone loves everyone. So I guess with that, thanks for watching us on episode 30. That there is Weekend Trav. That there is B-Money, a.k.a. producer. The best. Thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate uh, y'all following along. Please subscribe below. Hit the bell icon if you're on YouTube as well. And you know what? I don't care that we lost. I'm still going to say it. Go, Pat, go. I saw that selfie. Okay. See ya.